Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Called Bank Sports. The Utah Jazz are on a tear with the longest win streak in the NBA, and it's just been so fun to watch. So all-star voting opened up a couple days ago, and the real question is, how many Jazz players can get onto the all-star team? So I think Donovan Mitchell is the closest to a lock that you have. He's been injured a couple games with a concussion, and he had a slow start to the season. So I, I would say the most deserving player right now is actually Rudy Gobert, who has just by far and away been the best defensive player in the league this season so far. And then you have another player who we're going to get into talking about that should honestly have been a six to seven time all-star, but currently has zero appearances. So Joe Ingles. Uh, <laughs> I, I wish I would love to see Joe make it in as a reserve, but we are talking about the one, the only Mike Conley Jr. So what's kind of your take on Mike Conley never being an all-star deal? Um, I think it's, it's kind of a most popular opinion, but if Mike Conley was in the East, he would have been an all-star probably two, three, four times. Um, but looking at his career in the West, he always had to go up against players like Damian Lillard, Steph Curry, Chris Paul. So there's always a lot of awesome point guards in the West. And as good as Mike Conley is and was, I wouldn't say he's better than players like Steph or Chris Paul. So um, it, it's it's kind of sad how that works, that it's by conference. I, I'm kind of for just getting rid of the conference since they're doing the draft anyway. And then players like Mike Conley would see more action in the all-star game, but it's unfortunate, but that's how it was. Yeah. And I do think you'd see um, still a lot of players coming out of the East. There is all-star level talent. There's superstar level talent. And just look at the nets and look at the 76ers, whether you like it or not, Ben Simmons is going to be an all-star this year. And the one, honestly, that irks me the most is Trey young, who absolutely great player, but I think is too young to be receiving all-star votes when he only plays on one side of the ball and is also playing on the Hawks, who, while they have had an okay start to this season, overall are just a very mediocre team. And to see Conley lose out on a lot of votes because of him being on a mediocre team and then, well, you have to fill out the ballot in the East. And so Trey Young ends up sneaking in there, just definitely shows why having it by conference is unfair. And as we move towards positionless basketball, I, I feel like we should also try to move towards conferenceless basketball as well. I, we should have positionless voting for the all-star game too. And like, I just vote for five <laughs> point guards. Yes. Yes. There we go. Just, <laughs> just, just see completely small ball for the starters. Let's be honest here. If like, when they move to semi-positionless with front court and back court, what we're more likely than not going to see is absolutely no centers going to um, the all-star game. Like Gobert will hopefully make it this year. And if you want to go watch our live stream last night, we talked a bit about is Davis um, a center. And I feel like he is, he's just more of a stretch five, but like he'll make it. But how many centers are actually going to make it to the all-star game since all-star game is to watch offense. And as much as I love Gobert, that's not exactly what he does. Yeah. And I would not be surprised if in like 
five years, it's normal that you just don't have centers in the starting lineup and you only get the reserves because the reserves are, is it chosen by coaches or coaches and players? I feel like they change that up every few, every few years. Something like that. I'll be, I think, I think the coaches get a say, which um, leads to an interesting wrinkle since Quinn Snyder could be the coach this year. So we'll talk about that. <laughs> In a couple minutes. Just Jawan Morgan. And- Jawan Morgan. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, but Mike Conley had an interview um, yesterday or the day before, I believe, on the Woj cast. And Woj straight up asked him, he said, you'd be a six, seven time all star. No questions asked if you were in the East. How do you feel about that? And Conley didn't give the like. Well, you know, I'm just here to play the game, yada, yada, yada. He's like, no, that sucks. And I really want to be an all-star this year. And he compared the Jazz to the Atlanta Hawks team of seven, eight years ago, where they were the one seed going into the um, all-star game. They were the one seed going into the end of the season. And they had four all-stars. And he said that straight up, he wants to see Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, himself, and Jordan Clarkson all dressed up for the All-Star game this year. We might not get one, but he wants all of them to be selected as All-Stars, which I definitely think, while JC is a larger push, um, they all could very much so be there. That would be insane. Has there ever been like a sixth man to make it as an All-Star? I'm, I'm trying to think of the biggest stretch and like, I know Kyle Korver made it that year with the Hawks, and he was starting, but he would definitely like, like he he probably would have been the sixth man on a lot of other teams. So. This this is straight shade, but Dwayne Wade his last season, <laughs> his last uh, season he he was the team. Like they didn't really have much else around him. Yeah, and and I mean I respect he did a lot for the NBA and. He's done a lot of great things, so I respect him getting an invite there from the East. If he had taken someone's spot on the West, I maybe would feel a bit worse about that. But the East can throw in their um their appearance picks, you know, their their beauty picks if they want. That, well, that one it was just Adam Silver. He added an extra spot on oh, the okay. East and I the West, that. and it was okay. kind of funny when he announced it because he's like, because we know Dwayne Wade's retiring. <laughs> and and at this point, Dirk hadn't announced that he was retiring. But he's like, but when you watch this other player play, like he's having a tough time getting up and down the court. So I'm guessing he's retiring. <laughs> and I was oh, like, that's oh, funny. ouch. That's oh, that is straight cold. OK, so I mean, the Jazz right now are the one seed. So hopefully they can push that out. We are um, recording this on the day that they beat the Nug- um, the day after they beat the Mavericks for the second time. So if they stay the one seed going into the all-star break, Quinn Snyder and his coaching staff would get to coach. I didn't realize that that's how it works, but whoever is the one seed, their coaching staff gets to coach the all-star game. So if he was able to pick a few jazz players, I do think you'd see bare minimum Mike Conley dressing up for that game. That it'd be a tough one. Like, honest, like, because it is the West is that deep and there's only so many roster spots. I think Mike Conley, he's been playing at, a, would say, a borderline all-star level this year. He's been a lot better than I expected. Um, and so I think definitely you'd see Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert if Quinn is the coach. 
the tough part though is like Quinn has some pressure. I'm sure he'll have a little bit of pressure around the league because it's it's like who is he leaving out? Is he leaving out like a a Devin Booker or, or a Chris Paul? Which uh, if you look at stats, Conley has better stats than Chris Paul this year. Um, to, um but. I I feel like Chris Paul's almost a legacy pick. I feel like any other coach would pick him. So, See, so that that's a tough one there. But I think like that's definitely Conley's best chance is if Quinn is selected as coach. See, and the fact that Chris Paul would be a legacy pick is the exact reason why Conley should get in as mm-hmm. like a legacy pick because there are <laughs> those players. And here's my opinion. Um. We can talk a bit more about whether or not we think the game should be played and if they should actually um, have a game. But if you look at it, I don't think that certain players should be allowed to play. Um, I I don't think there should be a game to begin with. But I don't think Kawhi Leonard should be allowed to play in the All-Star game. Um, I feel like if you are frequently being load managed, that you should not be permitted that opportunity to play. Because... I, I definitely think that he has some knee problems and that load management is something necessary for Kawhi Leonard. And I just think that that load management should extend through the all-star break that if you're not able to consistently play your games and if you need that rest, then you should take a week off and not play in the all-star game. And I would honestly like to see the league implement that. I don't know what your thoughts are. I, I know that might be a hot take, but um, well, like to be honest, I, I probably take the all-star game less seriously than most people. Um, Cause it like it was originally made just as like a fanfare, like for the fans to see all the best players on the court at the same time. And so I think now it's kind of funny because the internet is around <laughs> a much bigger thing. And there's always just trolls and jokesters. So like, like you're getting taco fall trying to get voted in. But like my opinion is, I don't think there should be because I think right now there's like some monetary benefit if you're an all star and like people take that into account. I think yeah. it should just be fans get to pick their teams and like let's see what happens. <laughs> if, we, if we want a team of all seven footers plus, then let's get a team of all seven footers plus. Uh, but that's not how it is. So I should probably treat it a little more seriously because there is more reputation and money on the line. Yeah. And even without that, like, if fans picked the team, we just have the Lakers starting. <laughs> like if that was straight up what happens. Get Taylor, Taylor Horton Tucker and Do we want like the best the whole... teams? Yeah. Do we want the best teams out there or do we want the teams with the biggest markets putting all of their players out there? And then well, I feel like enough people because the thing with big market teams is they have a lot more fans, but I feel like most of their fans aren't diehard fans. They're just like, yeah. okay, like we won a championship, great. But then if if you get the smaller market teams, like it's like they're on they're on every basket. Like they're like our team has to win. <laughs> so that, that's that's what's great about small market teams. Is I think like that's why places like Utah, it's tough to play at home because everyone in that arena is like a diehard fan. Like even up in the nosebleeds and the like when when those are open. So like I think that's what makes small market awesome and like you'll see more people from utah going on and voting rudy gobert and donovan mitchell every single day than you will laker fans that's my opinion and obviously like that's not database at all so we'll see if that's right or not we need to um get up with the wall streets bet subreddit 
and we need to just say, can you like troll the NBA by going and voting for Jordan Clarkson and Mike Conley every day? And then we'll have a straight jazz starting lineup if we get them to, to throw in um, Gobert and Mitchell as well. So so we'll get on that. We'll get on that. But well, so I feel like the other big question is, is like we're going to have all star teams, you know, they're going to at least vote all stars. But should a game actually be played? Well, what what are your thoughts on that, Dale? I think they should make the teams in NBA 2K and have all the players play themselves. <laughs> I, I think that's a much better <laughs> idea than actually playing the game. I mean, the game's going to be late March, and no, not everyone's going to be vaccinated. And we've seen... Enough postponements, I think mainly based on contract tracing. So I really give props to the NBA that they're not saying like, oh, well, this player is probably good so they can play. That is easier to say as a jazz fan who haven't had any major players been taken out due to COVID restrictions. But I just feel like with COVID, it's not a great idea to bring together like 30 players from 22 different teams and try to play a game. Yeah, it'd, it'd be tough logistically. The NBA has been super careful, like you said. So I think if they did, they'd do it right. It'd be really careful. And I don't think it would be a, um, like, any. I don't think it would lead to anything bad. But that being said, because they, it'd probably be, like, no fans, like, very yeah. few people there. It'd be, like, a bubble all-star game. But if I was the NBA, I would honestly consider, like, is this worth it, like, do people care enough about the all-star game to watch this and they not making nearly as much money? So I don't know. I, I bet that'd be something that the league and the players would, will discuss here in probably a month or so to see, is this actually worth it for anyone? Or do you just want a week and a half off? Yeah. Spend time with your families. I, I think that's better. And like, hopefully they only spend time with their families and don't go out and yeah. do something crazy, James which could Harden. happen. But let's say, you know, that like they're practicing and doing stuff and I, I totally they're not going to always be six feet apart, maxed up like they're going to work hard to do it. But let's say all of a sudden Kevin Durant. um, Well, not Kevin Durant. Let's say um, Jason Tatum gets covid and he was around Kevin Durant and he was around Joel Embiid and Rudy Gobert and LeBron James, like close enough where all of a sudden you have to say, OK. Gobert, you're quarantined. LeBron, you're quarantined. KD, you're quarantined. Like Joel Embiid, you're quarantined. And then all of a sudden, you have 10 days, like 7 to 10 days of quarantine of four players on like top 8, 9 teams in the league. And you still have to go back and play some games. Like, is the fanfare of an all-star game worth the cancellations that could come afterwards like yeah all the all-stars get quarantined is that what we want and that's not what i want i i mean obviously as a jazz fan like i they're rolling and i want them to keep playing maybe if you're a golden state fan you're like no the only good thing i'll get to see is steph curry go play the all-star game but i just don't think it's worth the risk i know they're trying to do some stuff to like maybe bring heightened awareness to historically black universities and which are also historically underfunded and like help with that, which is great. But I just don't think all-star game and COVID 
go together. You know what what you're talking about sounds like a great plan. We should move the All-Star game to right before the second round of the playoffs <laughs> and then have any Jazz All-Star be Opt out down. for like concussion protocol. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. yeah. Um what actually happened is the NBA just didn't want Donovan to light up Luka. They they were invest they're investing in Luca and so they um decided not to play Donovan to hope that Luca could destroy the Jazz and it kind of backfired. That's what actually happened these last couple of games. You know, so last game the like the second game was nationally televised, and so obviously they bring with the Mavericks, and so they bring in like national anchors to call that game on ESPN. <laughs> And it was really kind of annoying listening to them <laughs> because like they they like knew the jazz players' names, but they like didn't really talk about them. They were all talking about like the Mavs players and Rick Carlisle and Luca and how great he is, how how amazing he is. And I'm just like, like okay, <laughs> like they're not winning this game. They're down by twenty right now. <laughs> no, can you call? And then uh, one of them, like. Not, I think it was Doris Burke. Not to go against her, I I love Doris Burke. I think Burke. she's, like, I think she's I, a I great think we anchor. Both love Doris Burke. But, but I thought it was, I thought it was hilarious because she kept saying Quinn Schneider. I was like, <laughs> I was like that, like it's so close that like you can get away with it. So that's probably why she kept saying that. Yeah, like, yeah. People probably heard it right, but then no one corrected her because they thought it was right. So I thought that was kind of funny. No, I. It's just. That's the thing. And that's why I really love listening to local people. Um, not, not doing a personal plug, but <laughs> I, I just think it's great since I don't expect Doris Burke and Lacombe, I think was the other guy to like go out and watch every jazz game. Like, frankly, it's just not going to happen. And from a national perspective, they did a pretty good job. But when you're watching it as a jazz fan, like, they're not hitting about? on like, all the notes that you get when you listen to David Locke, like just delve into the jazz statistically. So I really am excited to hopefully see the jazz get a bit more respect. I don't think Clarkson will make it in there. And I, I don't think Conley will make it in there, but we're going to leave the voting link and the voting information in the chat and let's go spam it for Conley and for Gobert. Um, Donovan will make it. Well, let's try to get those two guys in there since they really deserve it. And it would just be amazing to see three jazz players make it to the all-star game this year, whether and, or not they're in the game. Yeah. And, and the great news is like, even if they're not starting, cause I, it's going to be tough, to, probably tough to get any jazz player as a starter. Uh, like honestly, like Donovan is, he's going to be picked for a reserve, like almost a hundred percent, unless everyone comes and votes him as a starter outside of the jazz but if you get all those players like enough that it was just like, oh, like they were like borderline starter, they were like one player away, then it's going to be a lot easier for the coaches to pick those jazz players. So even if we can't get them as starters, because that's actually where our vote counts, we can like make it an easy pick for coaches to say, okay, fans really wanted them, so I'll throw them onto the roster as well. Yeah. So let's try to get three on there. So thank you guys so much for listening. Um, Here's a plug. Every After every post game, we do a live stream on YouTube. So if you're listening to our podcast right now, whether it be on YouTube or on audio only, please come and join us after those games. It's a lot of fun. The live chat's been going just through the roof these last couple games, and we've been able to just really have some great conversations. So thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you after the next Jazz game.